Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of The Sharon Tapes is made possible by our supporters on Seed and Spark. Tammy Kent, Claudia Elvidge, Jai Miguel, and Clayton Curry. If you'd like to support the show as well, please go to patreon.com slash homesteadcorner. For as little as $5 a month, you get early access to ad-free versions of episodes, a special behind-the-scenes podcast, and patron-only AMA live streams. Before we get started, this episode contains existential dread, depictions of memory loss and mania, and mentions of implied drug use. Content warnings and a full transcript are available in the show notes. Garage sale isn't as busy as I thought it would be. I think there's a ball game tonight. Maybe more people will show up after that. Hmm. <clears throat> uh, hey, at least Katie's making bank with that lemonade stand. It's hotter than heck out here. <laughs> What is it, Bug? Look what I just found. Where did you get that? In the back of the old wardrobe. It was just sitting there. What on earth were you doing back there? Oh, um, well, nobody's even been looking at it, so I just thought I should check and make sure we didn't leave anything in there. So that's where you ended up. Do you know what's inside it? Uh, 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 what, what do you think it is? It's an EMF scanner for finding ghosts and other stuff like that. It detects changes in electromagnetic fields that usually happen when a poltergeist or cryptid are close. They have other uses, you know. It's built for testing electronics and checking for interference, not looking for ghosts. Yeah, but it can be used for that. <laughs> I suppose it could be. Where did it come from? Hmm? Look. Look, it says it's from somewhere in Nevada. How did it get in the wardrobe? Uh, must have picked it up at a swap meet or something. Forgot we still had it. So, can I keep it then? Uh, oh, uh, sure, sure. So long as you can actually get it to work, it's pretty old. Oh. <laughs> 
thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Easy there, Bug. You're getting so strong. Are you sure it's okay? Yeah. Sure, why Why not? I mean, what harm could it do now? Jerry Price, notes for Robin's return by Third Good Vice, February 2nd, 2020. Starting a little late today, someone didn't want to go for his walk this morning, so I had to practically drag him out the door. Hmm. But I have had some ideas in the meantime. Thankfully, the inspiration is still coming strong since that breakthrough on the 30th. I've been thinking more about the supporting cast, and I really think there's a way to structure the novel around their arcs, with Robin as a... Oh, it, Russell! Russell, there's nothing out there. Oh, look, Russell, see? There's nothing outside. You don't need to be barking at anyone, okay? Hey, stop that! You're going back to your room. <sighs> what am I going to do with you, boy? <sighs> now, where was I? Ah, right, structure. I've been reworking it for a bit now. May need to move my notes into another room. <laughs> I'm running out of space on the walls in here. But I think I'm starting to get a pretty solid picture. It's about the quest, about the journey towards an unknown destination and how the hero's connections drive him forward. Connections to his past, to his former comrades, to the mission itself with no guarantee of success. It's a much darker story than I thought it would be, almost to the point of being apocalyptic in nature the world will feel very different. And I think that's... Who the hell? Sam. Kate. Ren! Uh, holy shit! What are you all doing here? <laughs> Sorry to show up like this again, Jerry. We've been trying to call, but the phone uh, just wouldn't Oh, you know, Silvernet. Service went out days ago, and they still haven't got a technician out to fix it. Come in! Make yourself at home! <laughs> wow, uh, it looks like you've been busy. What can I say? I was right about leaving Merriweather. The writer's block is pretty much all gone. Uh, can I get you all something to drink? Coffee, beer, sake, whatever? No, thanks, Jerry. I'm, uh, 
I'm good. Same. Ren, how about you, buddy? Actually, could I take a beer back to the guest room and lie down for a bit? You okay? Yeah, just got a headache coming on. Oh, man, yeah, of course. Mikasa es su casa and all that. <laughs> we'll try and keep it down out here. Thanks, Jerry. Hey, easy, Russell, easy. It's just Sam and Kate, boy. You know Sam. <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, oh, you miss me? Because <laughs> I missed you. Yes, I did. I missed you. <laughs> uh, just so you know, Jerry, we've got someone else here with us. He's going to be staying in the van for now, but I thought you should know. He's more than welcome to stay in the guest room if he's a friend of yours. Uh, he knows. He's just had enough uh, human interaction for one day. Um, won't he need to, like, you know, use the bathroom at some point? I... I don't really know. Oh, oh God. Hey, Jerry, does that offer extend to food as well? I've, I haven't eaten anything since yesterday. Of course it does. Kate? Uh, now that you mention it. I've got you. Just sit tight. Wrapper, microwave on high for two to three minutes. There we go. Ha! <laughs> Should do the trick. Need to get up to Arrowhead and restock soon, though. Those are my last two. It must be hard to do your grocery shopping now with Muslo gone. Mm hmm. So, these are whole notes for your next book? Oh, yeah. Had a bunch of ideas for Robin's return two days ago. Needed to get them out of my head and up where I could see them. You know how it is. Uh, yep, sure. Listen, you could just tell me it looks like a conspiracy board. I won't be offended. Actually, it looks more like my old office, honestly. Especially with all the tapes. <laughs> hey, I kept seeing all of you using them for your notes. I was bound to pick it up eventually. How many of these have you felt? Uh... All of them, I'm pretty sure. I keep the fresh ones in the, uh, in the drawer. All right. I know they don't compare to the green chili burritos at Merriweather, but they'll do just fine. Jerry, I, we really appreciate the hospitality, but we need to talk about Bill and Rob. Did you hear anything from them before they went missing? I'm sorry, Kate, but who are you talking about? Bill and Rob. <laughs> uh, sorry, you're still losing me here. <laughs> Come on, Jerry. You know exactly who Sam. you're talking Um. Well, you might not remember them very well. Um, they lived in the hall from you at Merriweather. Do, do you remember that? We had Thanksgiving together. Rob cooked. I thought Peter cooked. Or was Rob one of the ISFA staff who helped? Not I exactly. Do you remember the first time I stayed here at your house? Yeah, of course. You were looking for your sister. Yes, yes. But do you remember why we ended up leaving? Because ISFA scooped us up and took us to Merriweather? Look, what's this all about? You're both acting really strange. Jerry, listen to me. Were you alone when Isfa came to pick you up? Of course I was. You were all off in the tunnels. 
Oh, shit, it's Maria. Uh, I've got to take this. Go right ahead. I'm honestly surprised you've got service out here. Maria? Maria, can you hear us? Sam and Jerry are here, too. Oh, my God. Hi, Jerry. I'm so glad you're okay. Oh, uh, why wouldn't I be? Uh, it's good to hear from you, too, Maria. Um, did you make it to Phoenix all right? Uh, yeah. I got into my folks' place last night. I just started reviewing the manuscript this morning, but it's kind of slow going. How about you guys? It's... It's not good, Maria. What is it? Uh, do you two mind if we talk in private really quick? Just need to update her on a few personal things. Uh, fine by me. I should probably take Rosso on a walk anyways. Oh, uh, yeah, great idea. I'll, I'll help you get his collar on. Mm-hmm. Good to hear from you, Maria. sitting down, Maria. It's, it's really bad. Morrison is... Oh, look. Someone actually wants to go on his walk now, huh? Has he not been wanting to go out lately? Eh, just the last few days. He always seems a bit more nervous when it's dark, though. So he should be fine now. Huh. Maybe you should just take him out during daylight, then. He's just nervous is all. We had a few coyotes in the yard back in December, and he's still spooked. Still, I... Might be a good idea anyways. Russell's always had a... a good sense for danger. You remember how he was in Agate Shore. Oh, yeah, how can I forget? There you go. You wanna go for a walk, Russell? You wanna go for a walk? <laughs> Shouldn't be more than a few minutes. Just make yourself at home. Uh, yeah, we're, we're all good, Jerry. Um, take your time. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Is he gone? Yeah, he should be out for a little bit. You're back on speaker, Maria. It's just me and Sam. So Jerry can't remember anything about Oslo? That's what it seems like. That includes Bill and Rob. It's like they've been edited out of all of his memories. Oh, God. I just finished catching Maria up on what we found in Oslo. What about the manuscript? Have you found anything yet? Not exactly. There's a lot in there, and I've really just started getting my brain around it. Just tell us what you know for sure, Maria. Well, it's just about 500 pages of A4 paper covered in what looks like handwritten text on both sides. The cover page looks like Anna's handwriting, but the rest is just a complete mess. There are layers and layers of overlapping writing in different handwriting with different colors of lead and ink, and nothing I've found so far is written in English. There are even a few sections written in what look like non-Latin characters, although I'm still trying to figure out what language they're from. Is there any kind of consistency between sections with matching color or style. Not that I can tell. Anthony scanned the whole thing and sent it off to a few cryptographers and linguists he knows. I think he's barking up the wrong tree, though. What do you mean? I mean, just looking at it, I don't think it's any kind of code or different language. If this was supposed to be some kind of clue from Anna, then why would it be encrypted in such a complex way. Maybe she wanted to make sure nobody could read it by mistake. Maybe something bad could happen if the information ends up in the wrong hands? Maybe, but I don't think it was written like this on purpose. I think however this book was created, there was some kind of transcoding error, I guess. Uh, What does that mean? I think whoever made this book trying to get Anna's thoughts on paper, but didn't format them correctly or pick out which ones to share all that well. All these different layers and sections, I think they might be separate levels of her consciousness. Thoughts, emotions, instincts, memories, all overlapping and conflicting with each other. Like looking at the data of a video file without the right codec installed. The information's all there. It's just not human-readable. Did Kate play Amy's tape for you at some point? Uh, no, she didn't. Who's Amy? That's exactly how she described the book, that she pushed Anna's thoughts into it to get
get us the answers in our mind. Huh. I guess I just thought it was the most obvious explanation. Maria, we need to get off the call now. Is there anything else you found? Uh, no. That's about it. Is everything okay? I'm not sure. Uh, hang tight and keep looking, all right? Uh, I will. Promise. We'll call you back when we can, Maria. Kate, what the hell was that about? Sam, Jerry told us these were all notes for his next book, right? Uh, yeah, that's what I heard. Why? Take a closer look. What the hell? They're all like that, Sam. Just fragments of poetry repeated over and over again. Where did they come from? From Jerry, Sam. It's all in his handwriting. He said he was working on a sequel to Robin's Run, right? <sighs> That's what he thinks he's doing. Then there is something very wrong going on here. What about the tapes? Uh, here, I've got my recorder on me. We can check it. Jerry to remember, Sam. Kate, we, we have to. He could still be in danger out here, and if he can't even remember Morrison, how don't, is he supposed Sam, to- Don't, Sam, just... Don't push him. Whatever's happened here, it's affecting Jerry way more than any of us. If we try to force him to remember, then we'll just cause him pain. You need to be gentle with him. Trust me on this. There now, see how fun that was? You just needed a walk, didn't you? Didn't you, boy? <laughs> Told you, you just needed a walk. Uh, you two still there? Uh, yeah, Jerry, we're, uh, 
We're, we're still here. Jeez, what happened? You both look like you see the ghost. <laughs> uh, something happened with Maria? Yeah, she's just wishing she could be here is all. Uh, family stuff, you know. Right, Sam? Uh-huh. Oh, uh... Yeah, yeah, just, uh... A lot going on right now. Hmm. Oh, shit. Did I leave that running? <laughs> I'm always forgetting to turn this thing up. The Sheridan Tapes, Episode 80, One Taste of the Old Time. Starring Clayton Curry as Andrew Sheridan, Roberta Jackson as Deborah Sheridan, Aaron Neely Jaconis as Anna Sheridan, Maurice Cooper as Jerry Price, Van Winkle as Sam Bailey, Virginia Spots as Kate Sheridan, Sam Taylor as Ren Park, and Amitola Lomas as Maria Soul, with original music by Jesse Hogan. Written by Van Winkle and produced by Virginia Spots, with dialogue editing and sound design by Van Winkle. Visit thesheridantapes.com to view additional content, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, and connect with us on Twitter at Sheridan Tapes and on Instagram at The Sheridan Tapes. I'm Van Winkle. And I'm Virginia. This is Homestead on the Corner. And you're listening to The Sheridan Tapes. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.